0: Thank you for joining us for another episode of SODFS brought to you by Sons of Dynasty and proud members of True North Fantasy Football. Make sure you are following us on Twitter at Dynasty Sons and subscribe to the TNFF Network on YouTube so that you never miss a show. Happy New Year on behalf of Sons of Dynasty and True North Fantasy Football. I am Dan. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Brown NFL, And here to my left is my co-host, Nate. You can find him at Nate underscore FFL on Twitter. Nate live on a saturday night our very first episode of SODFS of the 2022 year how are you doing my man muted mic is not going to help us kick off the the year on the right foot so let me ask you one more time nate how are you doing on this fine evening i'm not sure what you're talking about it's can it's been unmuted
1: the whole time uh I'm happy to be here. Uh, it is 2022, finally. 2021 for me was a bit of a rocky road, but I did, however, hook up with you and Brother Matt. We built something that, you know, was built from the ground up. I'm stoked about that. Uh, it's still, you know, a work in progress. 2022 for me has a lot of potential. I see a lot of potential. I'm very, 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 very excited. I am very, very, very pissed that Michigan lost to Georgie yesterday. Uh, But, you know, we're going to move on from that. And uh, we're we still have a lot of football left as far as NFL and DFS goes this year. So I'm excited to see where the rest of the season plays out. But uh, I'm happy to be here with you, man. Saturday night. It's a late night episode. We got the triple X episode. So we'll see
0: where that goes. Yeah, you know, we are in fantasy football championship week this week. Uh, you know, I survived many of semifinal matchups this past week. Actually, already have two trophies uh for four leagues that did the championship run this past week. I managed to go two for two this past week and have another six championship matchups this week, including my big money home league that that I look to cash in each and every year so you know i i was saying uh on twitter and the dms i'm gonna have to install a new mantle here at the brown household just to support all the hardware that i plan on showcasing over the off season how about you how are your redraft league shaping up in any dynasty <sighs> rosters that have really you know morphed into league winners this year
1: uh you know you deserve that respect man i was gonna dog you a little bit at first and make fun of you but you know what you deserve a lot of respect because I've seen your redraft and your dynasty rosters. They're freaking kick-ass, dude. And you do an excellent job at that. Unfortunately, our podcast about is about DFS. So that's not what we're talking about. But your uh your season long, your DFS, you are I mean uh your dynasty stuff is top notch, Dan. You are spot on. I've never seen a guy in more championships than you going into this uh you know last weekend of the year. So to you, I will give you a very slow clap. Thank you. You're you know, very, you're t- very good. I, w- bro.
0: I was telling my wife Casey, you know, I was like, you know, I, I'm surprised at how many teams I, I have a chance to take down the trophy this year. Just given what we were doing here with SODFS, I mean, it really did take most of my prioritized oh my fantasy football time away. Was doing research. Uh, prepping the the live streams, the the podcast, everything, and it really took away from from managing some of my dynasty rosters that I have, including some of my redraft leagues. But you know, I I, I tried to go through and do it each and every week. But I was I, I was impressed with just what I was able to come away with here to this point. And and so I uh, I couldn't be more thrilled with with what's happening amidst uh, all this uh, you know constant changes each and every week, including this week. I, I was harping in the in the SODFS chat about you know filling out all of our content. And lo and behold, guys are marked inactive or guys that we suspected to be inactive all of a sudden have been removed from the COVID list and are scheduled to play. Well, all of this information that's constantly in flux is changing, and ultimately, that's part of the game. You have to change with it, and values will emerge. Some of them might be fool's gold, but some of them really might be the key to setting your lineup apart from the others, and we're here to help kind of wade through some of that this week. And without any further ado, Nate, Let's get into it.
1: Yeah, I do want to take just a a very, very brief second to say that, um, you know, a lot of you guys do follow us for our DFS content, but you can catch us a lot of very, very good Dynasty content too. Dan and Brother Matt and, uh, you know, BZ, they all know their stuff. So you can catch us on Dynasty Sons on Twitter. If you're looking for Dynasty content, man, like we're heading to DFS off seasons coming, but these guys know their stuff. So. Please follow us there. These guys know exactly what they're talking about, obviously
0: yeah you'll you'll definitely be seeing some uh, a lot of rookie work coming out from from dynasty sons as far as hype videos uh that that brother matt and myself really enjoyed working on this past off season and it's just it's an opportunity to really dive into some of the film on some of these rookies just by creating these videos and, and other content alike so looking forward to the off season as always you know ju- just like anybody else that was playing Madden as much as i was growing up you know the off season is the bread and butter i'll simulate three the entire regular season you know in in, in hopes i actually my, my my wife did get me madden 22 for christmas and I, i've got to dabble a little bit in it uh recently and i went ahead and you know select the falcons as my franchise you know and i i i, I traded away matt ryan and Cordarrell patterson got what i could get for him in draft capital and then went ahead and simulated through the 2021 season and and you know, lo and behold, ended up with like a top six pick, I believe it was. And so I'm I'm right there just enjoying it and, and the off season is the best way, you know, do doing doing all the off season research is the best part of Dynasty and I'm ready to get into that even before championship weekend is over. But let's talk about the weekly basis DFS that we have here in store for you tonight. And and we're gonna begin with our payoff options as we typically do. Starting at the quarterback position. And we're going with the QB1 as far as pricing goes this week. And the QB one in general, as far as I'm concerned. And Josh Allen, as he gets to take on, lo and behold, my Falcons priced at eight grand in this matchup. Twice over the past three weeks, Allen has carried the Bills offense on the road, first against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense for 417 yards and three touchdowns, and then again at New England for another 378 yards and three touchdowns. Last week's performance was undoubtedly impressive considering that Buffalo played without two of its top four wide receivers. But over his last 31 games, Allen has scored 870.9 fantasy points. That's 28.09 per game, which is most in the NFL when at his best he has finished with over 30 fantasy points in seven matchups but only happened twice at home i think he's in a smash spot against my falcons this week and if you're looking to pay up at the quarterback position josh allen qb1 pricing is where it's at
1: yeah i don't think you have to say a whole lot about josh allen to justify playing him uh this dude i mean if you look back to when he was coming out of college out of Wyoming, a lot of us were like, there's no way this guy will be successful. But I mean, we ignored a lot of the signs. This dude's like what, like probably six, four, six, five. I don't know his exact stats, to be honest, but he runs the ball. Buffalo doesn't have a run game. So he's going to have that dual threat capability. He did go through this slump in the middle of the season where I was very, very worried where he was throwing two or three picks a game. I was not liking that at all, but you know, the season's coming to a close we're getting josh allen in the playoffs he's facing the atlanta falcons so unfortunately dan you know that's i mean it's no different than facing my lions it's a good matchup defensively they're gonna they're gonna play well i like i love josh allen here i mean he's eight grand he's 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 at the top of the you know the pay board but i think that you're getting a quarterback that's gonna deliver you 25 points at a base minimum and you know something like that can't be ignored we're getting to the point in the season where shit is going to get real tough. Like we'll get into that in the next couple of weeks where we're, we're finding out that these guys are, you know, where we're picking these players is going to get real, real difficult, but you know, we still got this last week. I think Josh Helen in week 17 is a solid play at and grand. I love it.
0: Yeah well uh, luckily there's a lot of value plays this week that that are out there that are able to pay up for these top options we're going to talk about the top options And that is quarterback Josh Allen. That's also running back Jonathan Taylor, who is our pay up uh, quarterback or running back here at the position coming in at 9,000 this week. Um, You know, Taylor has been smashing this season and he does lead the league in both rushing yards and touchdowns. He's officially reached true workhorse numbers here down the stretch as we've seen at least a 60% snap share in every single game since week six. And after only doing so three, times in his previous 20 plus games. The Raiders are allowing the third most schedule adjusted fantasy points per game to opposing running backs this year. And and the third most fantasy points per game overall to opposing running backs this year. On top of that, they will be missing some key starters on defense that have been placed on the COVID list. I feel like JT while price here at, at the very top is going to smash against this Raiders team that, that, that is really going to struggle to find a defensive identity, missing the guys that they're planning on missing.
1: I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Jonathan Taylor this year. I mean, coming in, coming, coming into the year, uh, you know, in the season long, uh, fantasy football, Twitter, I was a little hesitant to be honest, but I'm more than willing to admit where I was wrong. I was very wrong about Jonathan Taylor. He's been a stud all year. Luckily, I landed him in my keeper league. I had an opponent take uh Deshaun Watson over Jonathan Taylor in a keeper league. I locked him in. I'm never more than happy about that. This week we got Jonathan Taylor at nine grand facing uh the the Rams. Jonathan taylor's a lock. It doesn't matter. He's he's pretty much matchup proof at this point. Even if he gets you at nine grand, he needs to get you probably 17, 18, 19 points but I think he's going to do that, man. I really do. I think for cash, he's good. If if you're playing like a cash tournament, like a big, you know, like the Millie maker, or some kind of large field cash thing. I think if you avoid him, I think that's not a bad play at all. I'm not sure how you feel about that. We haven't talked about it at all, but I think if you're, you know, I think you can avoid him in a large field cash GPP. I kind of want to ask you, how do you feel about that?
0: I, I think that any and all of these pay-up guys that, that we are talking about are probably going to be guys that I would look to avoid in, in a a large field GPP just because most all of these guys are going to be above 20%, I would think, uh, as far as ownership goes across the slate. We well, still got to
1: pay up for your studs, man. But, yeah, there's yeah. some studs that you do. A Cooper, Cup,
0: to- Cooper Cup's right around 18% right now. Uh, Jonathan Taylor just below 20% right now. So, you know, these guys are going to see – a a little bit more ownership. So I I wouldn't mind fading these guys at all in in large field GPP tournaments, including the next guy that we're going to talk about. That's been on an absolute tear as of late. And that's tight end Mark Andrews coming in at 7,400 against the LA Rams. And the knock on Andrews in week 17 could be the return of Lamar Jackson. You know, the quarterback situation is still up in the air. Uh, Lamar Jackson was practicing earlier in the week, going through some walkthroughs, and then he was absent. At this point, I don't know if he is going to be available, but for the season, Andrews has already set career highs in catches with 93, receiving yards with 1,187, and targets at 132. The Rams are just above the league average defending the tight end position. However, Los Angeles hasn't allowed a score to a tight end in over the past five games. The Bucs nine for one Oh one and the Texans eight for 94 and one had the most success versus this defense. Now the game score is critical for Andrews to add another exciting chapter to the end of his 2021 season. He brings a lot of hot hand to the week 17, but his salary has jumped dramatically as of now. Andrews projects to catch for six passes for about 77 yards and a 60% chance of scoring. So, you know, Nate, are you going to continue to ride the hot hand of Mark Andrews in this matchup? And does it matter who is playing quarterback here for the Ravens?
1: You know, I, I'm not exactly sure exact, uh you know, what the news is on uh, Lamar Jackson. But I do know that uh, Mark Andrews has been hot over the last three weeks. Uh, he's posted uh, three very, very good games, uh, one with 11, 11 and 11. Uh, one touchdown uh what it was 11 catches 115 yards a touchdown then it was 10 catches 136 yards and two touchdowns and then uh eight catches 125 yards and a touchdown so you know mark andrews started the year off slow we all had like a lot of big thoughts going into the year that mark andrews was going to be like this dominant player hollywood hollywood brown kind of came out and showed that he was uh more of lamar jackson's reliable target but now as the year's gone on, you know, there's been this massive COVID thing. We all are very aware of that, which has played the, this stupid impact on the league. But so as we head into the later stages of the year, I really like Mark Andrews. It it does depend on who starts a quarterback, whether it's, you know, Huntley or if, if it's uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. But either way, I think that you're getting, uh, you know, I think you're getting a good tight end here. I think you're getting a guy that's more honestly more reliable than Travis Kelsey, more reliable than George Kittle, more reliable than, you know, any tight end. And that's saying a lot, but I think you're getting a top top two or three tight end. And I think you can't really shy away from him right now. I think you can lock him in.
0: Yeah. And he he is as of right now coming in at sub 8%. So uh, at at that uh, percentage, I'm, I'm willing to have some, some Mark Andrews exposure, This week, you know, I I figured he'd be up a little bit higher this week, just given the recent success, but the uncertainty around the quarterback situation may have some people unsettled, but I'm not sure why given the success that he's had, no matter, I mean, the carousel of of quarterbacks that they've had through there in, in Johnson. And so, you know. Uh, I I am, like you, wheels up on Mark Andrews. Before we get into our bargains, Nate, I do want to mention our friends over at Trophy Smack. Think back on every fantasy week that you destroyed the competition. Remember every painstaking roster move where you made the perfect gamble. At Trophy Smack, they bottle every great moment of your fantasy life and distill them to create an extraordinary fantasy trophies, awards, and loser bling as well but that's not all you can get a unique customizable fantasy trophy to represent your hard earned victory. Plus a championship ring with the promo code S O D F S that's S O D F S to get a free ring with your blinged out trophy today. Make sure you do check out trophy smack to get your league hooked up with some hardware.
1: I do want to give another, uh, very brief shout out to trophy trophy smack. Uh, you know, it, it is, it is trophy season, I know a lot of my friends are like, oh, I want the money. I want the money. But, dude, there's nothing that compares to a trophy or a ring, honestly. I don't know about you, Dan, but at this stage in my life, I'd rather have the trophy, especially as, as 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 media personalities or whatever you call it, people that are in the podcast game, you want a trophy behind you, right? Right?
0: Yeah. A- absolutely. Yeah, hell, yeah. hell yeah. Absolutely. So
1: use our promo code SODFS. You guys can get a trophy. Hang it behind you. Show that you know what you're doing, man. It, it, it's well worth it. But moving on, you know, beyond that, I want to get into a guy that, you know, we've talked about him over and over and over and over and over again. We're going to talk about him again this week. It's Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. He's 6,900 on DraftKings. I don't know really what more else I have to say about this guy. His season's been kind of up and down he, When he was coming out of college, we were like, you know, what are we getting out of Joe Burrow out of LSU? Blah blah blah. Uh, You know, last week he completed 37 of 46 passes, 525 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, You know, he finished with 41 fantasy points, and um, he, you know, his his cost has gone up a thousand dollars for sure. You know, we get that because he's coming off an injury, but uh, a red hot Burrow is something you're not going to pass up on DraftKings because he's a guy that's going to get you. He's, he's got a very high ceiling. So even if he, you know, even if he scores you, I would say, uh, well, at 6,900, you're going to want probably 30, 30 fantasy points roughly to, you know, to hit a ceiling. I think he can hit that. I think he's going to hit 30, maybe 40, maybe more. T. Higgins is on a hot streak. We'll get to T. Higgins later. Even if he's not in our show sheet, we're going to talk about him because T. Higgins is on a massive tear. We love that guy uh Joe Burrow is a guy you're not going to you're not going to ignore right now. The Bengals receivers are on fire. The Bengals offense is they have to pass. Joe Mixon's still, you know, he's supposed to be great. He's not great. But point is is uh, you know, Joe Burrow's going to he's going to throw the football and his receivers are going to catch the ball and we like all of them.
0: Yeah, I uh, I had some Joe Burrow exposure last week and, and propelled uh, one of my lineups to 200 plus there with the T Higgins stack that I had in place. So, uh, like you, I'm I'm hot on Joe Burrow. That that game is going to be super popular. Uh, I, I think finding ways to get attached to that game can can really. Uh, you know, bode well for your lineup, but you might have to get a little bit different, you know, you know, the likes of a Damian Williams, or or, or somebody like that a Byron Pringle, you know, can he uh, scratch gold again this week, I, I just think that finding ways to attach to that game in particular. Uh, and, but ways that are a little less chalky, you know. I'm pretty much going to check out the the projection ownerships on that game. Figure out who who is a part of those offenses that that is going the most underlooked. If it's Tyler Boyd, you know, maybe I'll have some Tyler Boyd exposure. But really, those popular games, I, I like to get. Uh, you know, they're popular for a reason. It's the, it's the high totals is the fireworks that we're expecting to see from, from the offenses involved. And if you can find a way to get attached to that, but get a way to attach to it, that's a little bit less, less under the radar. Uh, you know, that, that seems to be a strategy that's worked well for me, uh, attacking the gains that everybody's attacking, but attacking them differently.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I don't like to get away from chalk, but at the same time, I, uh, I think you have a very solid point because Joe uh, or uh, T Higgins coming off a 46 point game is going to be he's going to be chalk. I mean, so if you're playing in a large field GPP, you're you're probably going to want to avoid him no matter how appealing he is and how cheap his cost is. So that's a very
0: solid point And I do like that. Uh, Another guy that I'm going to have a ton of exposure to here, this time at the running back position, is is our guy David Montgomery coming in at 6,500. The Bears are favored by six points at home, and that's really all you need to know about the state of the Giants team in general. The Bears rush at the eighth highest rate in the league, so the game script should be pretty favorable for Montgomery, especially since the Giants are 27th in rush defense, DVOA. Montgomery has received at least 20 carries in four games, This season with two of those in his last four starts over the last four games, he's also received three targets while specifically seeing 16 rushes and seven targets in the red zone. He's locked into a a workhorse role here for Chicago, a team that unfortunately doesn't have a a very good implied team total on a weekly basis, but given his role, given his volume and given this matchup against this, this terrible giants team, I think 6,500 is, is more than a value or a a bargain if you will here and trophy smack would be proud to have david montgomery here in their in their section
1: yeah I, I do like david montgomery you know i worry a little bit about the workload with the bears and you know it's always hit or miss but i think montgomery is a pretty solid play uh moving on to the wide receiver spot i did have antonio brown here but he is battling i believe it's an ankle injury if you correct me if i'm wrong but i He's, he's dealing with some kind of injury so i'm going to go right to the guy i was talking about it's T Higgins i don't know how you go wrong with higgins at this point i i love jamar chase i'm a big jamar chase supporter i love everything jamar chase does but higgins i also love him he's super athletic he's a great wide receiver you know uh, the ravens they're they're beating up on defense i think higgins is in a prime spot you know where the the ravens defense they what they have left they focus on chase and you know Higgins has a great game. I could be wrong. Right. They could, you know, they could shift their attention to Higgins, and you know it could be Chase game. But either way, I I love Burrow in this game. I love I love Higgins more than I love Chase. I'm gonna have to go with Higgins here. But I think you're looking at a game where one of these Bengals wide receivers has at least a seven for one hundred game. You know, I think that's I think that's safe to say that at least one of them has a seven for a hundred.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I I found my way on to Higgins last week simply because he was cheaper than Chase, and that that is the case again this week. Only $700 uh, separating the two of them. But, uh, you know, just just the way T. Higgins has been performing as of late, it's hard to justify paying up for Chase. It
1: it, it becomes –
0: a matter of of ownership and this week they are both hovering right around the same ownership between five and seven percent as of right now so you know i i think joe burrow you know his ownership is coming in somewhere close to that again yeah six percent so you know it, it seems like the public is hasn't caught on to to what joe burrow and company have going on but, uh, you know, I know KC's defense has been rather stout as of late, but I might be going back to the well with Joe Burrow at 6,900, Jamar Chase, 7,600, and T. Hicks. T Higgins, 6,900, and and just really attack this Bengals team that we know is going to have to put up points against Kansas City. So,
1: yeah, so we know it, we want to stack in DFS. So w- what I kind of relate this whole Bengals situation to is like you've got, you know, the T Higgins, the Jamar, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow situation. And I feel like it kind of relates to the 49ers situation with Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk. But I feel like the Bengals situation is just far better I feel like you can stack these guys with confidence. You know what I mean? Like it's almost the exact same situation, but, um, and I'm not knocking the talent of these 49ers guys, but um, I just feel like this is just a way better spot where you want to focus your energy.
0: Yeah. Well, when we get to the lineup build, uh, definitely want to keep that Joe Burrow stack in mind. As we begin that build process. But let's talk about our bargain tight end this week, Nate. And that is Mr. Touchdown Hunter Henry coming in at 4,200. Despite a great game in week 15, six for 77 and two, he had been a weak link in fantasy lineups in four straight. But of his previous five games, he had set career high in touchdowns in nine. But the Patriots only look his way 4.25 times per week. So Jacksonville currently. It's 15th defending tight ends. And while showing the most risk in four of their six matchups, New England will look to run the ball early and often against this Jaguars team based on them being favored by 15 and a half points by Vegas this week. However, Henry does remain a play action scoring threat any given week there in the red zone. And he only needs a five for 51 line to really fill his salary bucket this week. So we like Hunter Henry really getting that touchdown, is what we're banking on, and maybe it's another two-burger against these Jaguars. Yeah, it's
1: it's definitely touchdown dependent. Um, th- the Patriots are nothing new. It's a it's a Bill Belichick team where you're looking for you know the guy that's gonna score, whether it's you know, you're looking for the running back that's gonna do good, Rondamore Stevenson, you know, whatever. It's just it's hard to call with the Patriots, but I don't think you can go wrong with Hunter Henry because his price is so damn cheap that if he gets those three or four catches and if he gets a touchdown you've already hit max value so how can you go wrong at 4200
0: agreed let's uh let's move on into our some of our punt cheaper options and, and nate i'll let you take this one here because this is you know coach craig's guy here filling this one out here we just we just got to get get right here with our guy tua coming in at 5800 a great matchup and, and a cheap price tag tell me why you like Tua this week well, you know,
1: I don't hope I don't hate Coach. Coach probably thinks that it's like a some kind of vendetta. Uh, Coach is probably my one of my best friends in the world. I do love Tua though, and I think Tua's has played well over the last few weeks. He's fifty eight hundred this week on DraftKings. I really think you can do much much worse. Uh, he's playing Tennessee. Their secondary has been banged up since you know freaking half the year, so. Two, you know, two is a risk. He's his average. I I want to, I'm, I'm taking a complete guess here. I would say his average throughout the years, probably like 16 or 17 points a game. It's not great, but I think two against Tennessee with their banged up secondary, I think he can put up a solid number for you at like maybe, maybe 21, 22 points and at 5,800, you know, that's hitting, that's hitting value. And, you know we're not expecting a 30 point game on a 2 Tua don't get me wrong we're not thinking he's going to put up four touchdowns it's not going to happen but if he can put up 22 points for you that's really solid you know for at 5800 when you that'll save you money elsewhere you know so coach before you completely blackmail me on the on the uh, comments there i know two is not great but we can get we can get we can get 20 to one, 21 22 out of him this week trust me
0: yeah, no, absolutely, especially if you get to stack them with with our our buddy uh, Jalen Waddle, man, who's been absolutely electric to watch as of late, and another guy that I am interested in this week, especially if I do have Tua there at the quarterback position. Uh, but let me talk about one of my running backs that I am interested in a lot this week, and that is Chase Edmonds nice of call. the Arizona Cardinals against the Dallas Cowboys, coming in at a, a quality price tag of fifty seven hundreds. He was absent due to an ankle injury from Week 10 through Week 14, but he looked fully healed in Week 16, starting in place of James Conner, who was dealing with the heel injury, who had blossomed with 16 touchdowns and a pro ball nod as the cards lead back. But Edmonds put up a huge line against Indy when he rushed for 16 times for 56 yards and a touchdown. But on top of that, which is the DK goal, he caught eight of nine passes for another 71 yards. If Connor sits again, which is looking likely as of now, Edmonds is a no-brainer against this Cowboys, who were are expecting to see another uptick performance from Dak Prescott as the Cards defense just really hasn't been what it was expected to be there in the beginning of the season. And they were able to hold on, but through injuries and, and, and other suspect reasons, uh, you know, the Cardinals defense has really fallen apart over the last couple weeks. So expect a healthy, uh, you know, potential target share for Chase Edmonds again this week. And at 5,700, I like him a lot.
1: Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's hard to knock Chase Edmonds at 5,700. That's a good price. It's a good player. You're getting a good guy. But I do want to give James Conner his respect. I know you and I both watch a lot of football. Them one-handed catches this year were very, very beautiful. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. No. They were. I mean, they were very it. sexy, man. I mean, I, and that's—I don't have a lot to say about it, but goddamn, were those nice.
0: No, I, I've I've uh, been a, a frequent uh you know shit talker of connor (laughs) over the past (laughs) couple seasons with with his health and whatnot and and getting to see him have the feature role there for the cardinals and and what he was able to do with that was reminiscent of those pittsburgh years when when he really did step up in the absence of Le'Veon bell so uh, it was really fun to watch and and now that my guy chase edmonds is back unfortunately i think that 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 time is done but he he was able to hold up when they needed him to and now coming back down the stretch i believe chase edmonds is going to continue to take uh some of that workload off of his shoulders as as the both of them become that one-two punch for the cardinals and
1: that's kind of a shame you know what i mean man because i think james Conner really approved himself as a three down back and it's not a knock on chase edmonds at all i i, I i'm a big chase edmonds fan but Man, I think James Conner really proved himself this year. Besides the you know the health liability, I think he was a very solid running back. It's been really fun to watch how the NFL unfolded this season, just outside of DFS. Uh, just that, just to see James Conner like really show that you know he's it's he's fun to watch, man. And it, I, I I do hope that Chase Edmonds can prosper in the James Conner injury. I really hope you know they can both feed off each
0: other and and in terms of those. How about uh you know Darren Waller placed on air and is gonna be out for for the remainder of the season. We'll insert Foster Moreau, who's already kind of been a, a commodity at the tight end position, just given the absence of Waller, but he really hasn't had that that game that's really paid off. At least what we are kind of hoping to see. He was more of a Uh, you know, chicken hawk for touchdowns from Waller more than he is a true tight end one there Uh, as the Raiders have just really struggled offensively as of late, uh, given the changes there. But tell me about Foster Moreau, 3,800 this week against the Rams, uh, as we mentioned, who don't do great against the tight end position.
1: Moreau is definitely, it's a punt play. Uh, Don't get me wrong. You can't, I mean, anybody that plays DFS knows you can't lock Moreau in and go, oh, I've got some points now. No matter how cheap he is, I think he's averaged something like 10.7 or 10-point DraftKings points the last two games. You know, you're not getting a stud here. The hope is, is that he can just, if he catches that touchdown, man, you're going to get, you know, you're 15, you're 16. Uh, with Moreau, he's not Darren Waller. This is a true testament to the talent of Darren Waller. Uh, this season has gotten messy right now. We're looking at teams that are just ravaged by COVID ravaged by industry or in injury, excuse me. And, um, so, it's, you know, to see Foster Moreau step in and I mean, even Darren Waller though, to be honest, Waller wasn't having very much of a great season, but e- either way, my point is, is that you're looking at these guys that, you know, we expect to do big things. Don't expect Moreau to put you up a 27 point game. It's not going to happen. If he can get you a 15, 16, then you're looking solid. Uh, That's kind of my point. And at at 3,800, you don't need to hit. You don't need to hit 20 plus to hit value. So you can save some money.
0: I I like uh, Moreau and or Hunter Renfro. Uh, if you are going for a JT line where, where you do pay up at the running back position exactly. and are looking for a slick uh, bring back. Both of those guys, both Renfro and Moreau, are hovering right around 6% ownership right now. Now Renfro voting the, the 6500 price tag while while Moreau does only have the 3800 But both of those guys could be potential bring back options if you do have a JT build in the works
1: yeah i i you know i agree um i just think we're what's really going to happen uh coming into the next few sodfs episodes is you're going to see us start to really grind down the information because obviously we're getting into the playoffs not just the fantasy playoffs we're getting into the real playoffs so things are going to start changing quickly so over the next few weeks. Give it, you know, make sure you're following us on Twitter at dynasty sons, you know, Dan Brown, NFL, uh, me at Nate underscore FFL, because things are going to change quickly. And if you're going to want to win any money on DFS, it's going to have to happen with these late minute swaps. That's going to be a big thing over the next few
0: weeks. Yeah, definitely uh, paying attention to all the news coming in, uh, you know, game day morning and, and adjusting accordingly. Um, Nate, before we get in to start building our uh, our lineup for the week on the main slate, do you wanna take a minute to tell everybody about our friends at Surfshark? I do. Uh,
1: so Surfshark VPN is a uh, communic- communication company that is, uh, they're not new to us. They've been with us for a few weeks now. They're a very proud partner of us. Uh, They've been bringing um, hu- uh, humanitized privacy, access, security, um, and et cetera to our um, company for a while now. It's the fastest growing VPN on the market. Currently sits at number three globally in brand recognition and searches. They provide all cell phone, tablet, laptop, and CPU users with unbeatable VPN security for all devices. So basically you can link your computer, your cell phone, your laptop, all that to the same device. So that way you're not getting your information. If you have credit cards, if you're shopping on Amazon, none of that shit's getting stolen. You can have it all secured at one very, very reliable place. That's Surfshark VPN. It's $2.80, $2.83 a month. So if you're still unsure what a VPN is, uh, I'll fill you in. A VPN is a virtual private network. It's a technology that allows you to set up a secure connection between your device and uh, Another device uh, via the public internet. It's like creating a specific secret communication channel nobody can snoop on. And uh, with apps like Surfsharp, you can also do it very easily. So, like I said, it's two dollars and eighty-three cents a month if you use the promo code SODFS. If you don't use our promo code, you're paying about ten times more than that. You can you can secure your laptop, all everything. We're all we're all content creators, so if you can use our promo code you can secure everything you don't have to worry about sharing between your computer you're sending everything virtually you can share it all very safely promo code sodfs uh, surfshark.com
0: yeah no absolutely but big shout out to Surfshark and, and them being partners here Uh, With SODFS. Nate, we are here at the the lineup build. We have gone through some guys to target. Is there anybody that we talked about that that really stood out to you as a cornerstone piece here at the beginning of this build? We obviously could go back to our Bengals build, start there and, and go from there. Or, or we could do something totally different, Nate. I, I like to kick it off to you. You seem to really get us pointed in the right direction, whether that be a value guy or a pay-up guy. But either way, let's kick this sucker off. Uh, this time, I'm actually going to kick it to you only because my computer's running like crap. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, you know, seeing seeing that ownership there for for my bingles stack really got me excited there. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and lock that in, and it's pretty expensive. So we might have to figure out a way. I think the question really is: Is yes, T. Higgins. uh, Here we have though Jamar Chase 7600, while we have Tyreek Hill at 8300 and Travis Kelsey at 7300. So I think we need to ask ourselves: Do we like Travis Kelsey as a potential bringback for our Joe Burrow stack? Or do we heighten our Joe Burrow stack with Jamar Chase? I don't believe that we'll be able to get creative enough to have both of them.
1: But you're not. You uh, correct. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're not comfortable with Higgins at 71. Uh, uh, Chase at 76. Oh T, no, T Higgins. T, uh, T Higgins. He's at 69. Are you not comfortable yeah. with that?
0: No, I am comfortable with that for sure. I've got him locked in uh, as well as Joe Burrow. What I'm contemplating is do we want to bring Jamar Chase along for our stack given his price tag of $7,600? I think um, a potential option is to have uh, Travis Kelsey be our bring back at the tight end position for our stack. It just it's it's a matter of which way do we want to go, because uh, I don't believe we'll be able to get both, or or a or a true bring back threat such as Tyreek or Travis Kelsey, along with uh yeah, I apologize. Taste.
1: My stream is running a little bit slow there. Um, I I I like Higgins. Uh, I don't think we go chase. I think we look elsewhere. To be honest with you, if you want to go Kelsey, I'm okay with that. But I don't think okay. we I don't think we double up on Bengals. I don't think that's a, a great
0: idea. Uh, one guy that I'm interested in is, is Damian Williams as far as a bring back option on here. Fifty-eight hundred. I like him this week. Uh, you know, just just given the involvement that we saw out of him when Clyde edwards alaire was out, who will be out for this matchup and, and for the foreseeable future. Yes, we have seen Gore come in, but it's mostly been uh, when when the game is more of an insecured and Kansas City is more or less looking to run out the clock. I think this is going to be a competitive game, and with our stack of Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, I think Damian Williams could be in for you know anywhere from five to eight targets in this matchup along with potential red zone work so i like him this week i like him with this build and i like him at this price tag where are you
1: uh i have a quick question are we are we going
0: uh kelsey or no before this Uh, we can like no i I mean
1: i can unlock him my stream's just running a little bit behind yours so uh
0: yeah i mean we we definitely can i'm I'm not opposed to that Uh, and really even bringing both of those guys along uh, just just given the price tag let me plug that in and let's see what we did since we're not bringing chase let's go ahead and plug in kelsey and dst i'm gonna go ahead and go to the dst Come all the way down here to the bottom, and there's no great cheap cheap option, so I'm just going to put in the cheapest right now. I will say I don't I don't mind Damian Williams.
1: I'm not a big fan of Chiefs running backs; they really freak me out. But um, I think you know I, I'll go with it this week. I really don't, only because my stream's running so like crap. My internet's super messing up right now, but I I, I don't mind Damian Williams at all.
0: Let me see if I can. Uh, locate see if what kind of ownership uh daryl williams i keep saying damien it's yeah Darryl. that's
1: me too yeah uh, uh yeah. my internet's so taking a poop so,
0: he, so he's hovering right around seven or eight percent right now which is right around where pat mahomes himself is i don't mind that there with with the price tag and sub 10 um you know Clyde edwards Hilaire out uh give me a little bit more williams so we're there another uh cheaper running back I think is going to be ideal here because if we if we get anywhere close to expensive of a running back we're going to be pretty much essentially punting our remaining positions so another cheap running back that I mentioned that I do like this week is Chase Edmonds and what about you you, can can I talk you into Chase Edmonds let's say that Connor either ends up sitting or uh, you know is a true game time decision. Maybe a very light workload, given this matchup against Dallas. I think Edmonds feels pretty safe, uh, no matter what. Even even if Connor were to play or, or were healthy, rather. But if Connor were to miss at this price tag, Edmonds is a definite smash for me.
1: I feel like we butt heads a little bit here. I do. I I I love Chase Edmonds only if Connor misses. To me, I think Connor has proved himself on this team. I think Connor is going to be a reliable back on this team if he's healthy, if he's available. So it's a big if. So, do you want to rely on Edmonds? In, in my opinion, I'll I'll go with Edmonds, but it has to be Connor out. If Connor's in, I um honestly would probably go against you here quite a quite a bit.
0: All right, well, for this exercise, you know, I'll entertain you and we will say that Connor is going to be out just okay, so we can fair. get 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 this guy at this tag and give us a little bit more flexibility there at the the five thousand pretty much remaining for our two wide receivers and our one flex position. Is there yeah. a cheap wide receiver uh, that, that you're really in on this week? uh there's a lot of guys i'm
1: in on i kind of like amari cooper he i know he's not super cheap but uh it's so hard to trust these dallas it's so so hard to trust these dallas wide receivers right now uh you know i love jalen waddle uh he's not cheap he's 6700 but i'm a very big waddle guy and i think he's on a bit of a momentum
0: streak so if you can get me off waddle i'd be impressed I meant, I mentioned it. I love the matchup uh, there against the Titans and, and just you know the the pure volume that we've seen out of Waddle lately him and Tua's his connection uh he, he's the one and only guy that i'm really interested in at all from that miami offense as the running back room has become an absolute shit show with duke johnson there in the mix um you know so Big really J- yeah. Jalen waddle is a guy that i am once again going to target this week that brings us down to 4200 remaining for our wide receiver and our flex position and if we get down here into the 4200 range. You know, you're looking at guys like Isaiah McKenzie. I believe Cole Beasley oh, will be so back gross, this week.
1: man. It's so gross. Uh,
0: what about, uh, you know, Byron Pringle is interesting. The usage that we saw out of him this past week, um, you know, but we already have Kelsey and Williams in. I think we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves if we add another Kansas City piece. Laquan Treadwell, uh, you know, that's a guy that I seem to, to get into my. Uh, you know punt plays on a weekly basis he's actually up at uh 4k this week so hat tip to him my my guy Treadwell finally made it up to the 4k range and at that point I'm, I'm actually a little bit scared and I'm uh, you know the New England matchup and and Being in that 4,000 range is probably enough to keep me off of Treadwell this week. Nico Collins, I'll tell you a guy who's interesting, and he's all the way down here at 3,700. That's Braxton Berrios. As far as I know, Elijah Moore and I believe Jamison Crowder will not be in this matchup, and Berrios is probably going to become a full-time player this week. Thirty-seven hundred against Tom Brady and, and the the Bucks that we expect the Jets to be trailing early and often. Barrios could see double-digit targets this week, and he's coming in here at thirty-seven hundred. Is that ballsy enough? Is Will Harris going to be too excited if if we work Braxton Barrios into a lineup? I was just going to say, how can you ask me if
1: Braxton Barrios is not in play? And I'm not going to go against Will. I love Will. I love Will with all my heart. Uh, we're going to plug Berrios in just because Will is involved. I love you, Will. (laughs) We're plugging him in. Yeah.
0: Love Will, love Viridian Global Make sure you do check out Viridian Global For all of your SODFS uh, Gear We're actually going to be putting out a, a New SODFS And SOD logo made available On Viridian, Brother Matt Our producer here at SODFS Has has the new logos in the works You may have seen them on Twitter As he was surfacing some of them around Getting some feedback from our very own And, and, and making the changes Right there before us, so uh, we really do appreciate Brother Mac taking the reins on that, and Veridian Global for being so welcoming to any and all ideas that we have. We definitely do, yeah.
1: Veridian is like uh, it's the heart and soul of all of the re- like. The, I want to say the real fantasy community, like the diehards. Like you know, we basically we love Veridian. Will we love you? We're putting Braxton Barrios in here. Honestly, I'm not comfortable with it, but I love you, Will. So I'm gonna plug him
0: in. And when we are left here with 4,700, you know, I'm here just kind of scrolling through instantly. There's one guy that stands out to me and that is Marquez Callaway. Uh, you know, I believe that Smith is going to miss this week and Callaway is pretty much the one and only wide receiver receiving option that they have. Taysom Hill is expected to be back. Now what that does for the wide receivers is hearsay, but, uh, Really, just in that range. There's not a whole lot of guys that I like better than Callaway this week. Uh
1: you know what, um, Dan, I'm not gonna argue with you. I don't mind it. I was wondering kind of if we if we had time for one more build. I, I'll, I'll lock Callaway in here, but I was wondering if we could do like almost like an opposite build. But I do want to lock Waddle in. <laughs> I didn't. Do we have time yeah. for that? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So did. let's 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 do Callaway here. Let's lock these in. I'm gonna lock this in on one of my uh three dollar lineups. We'll just see kind of how these play out. Give me one second here. All right, I got mine locked in. Uh all
0: right, I'd Nate. Like to- I uh I pretty much pointed the arrow on the last build. So I'm going to let you really drive the bus here and me just kind of tell the kids where to sit.
1: No, don't, don't do that too much. Uh, I still, I still want to go burrow. uh, So I'm going to go burrow here. Okay. Another burrow
0: build Uh, S O D F S is hot on Joe burrow smoking Joe coming in at 6,900.
1: Yeah, no, I do. I do love burrow. Um, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm still gonna go Higgins too, man. I know it sounds sketchy, but a lot of these right. plays are gonna be the same, but I'm just gonna change up a lot of and this this is gonna happen when you build uh just for listeners out there. Uh sometimes when you build these lineups, you're gonna lock in some of your favorite plays, and then you're just gonna change up some of your you know your underpriced guys. So absolutely. This... So I'm gonna lock in Higgins and Waddle. Okay, Waddle, lock them in and then now yeah i'm gonna need your help a little bit here dan with the rest just give me some of your other some of your other favorites
0: let's let's look at the running back position you know we went pretty cheap in our other build um you know we if we go a little bit more expensive david montgomery is a guy Ooh. that i mentioned rashad Ronald penny Jones.
1: man i fuck, i hate fucking Rashad penny but I'm almost tempted to play. If,
0: if you put Penny in a lineup right now <laughs> no, after don't what happened me. two weeks ago. Don't kill ago, me. No. I swear. Don't. No, I, I like it. I like Penny this week. I mean, against your Lions and oh, what we've God. seen out of Penny. And um, Swift. Oh no!
1: Uh, hell no! Swift's back. We're playing Swift.
0: Okay, Swift's a hundred dollars cheaper. I feel like that's a, a no-brainer. Yeah, 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 what about yeah, yeah. Sony Michelle, who happens to be the RB one for the Rams, and and what whether uh, Henderson was on the field or not, Sony Michelle, that is his backfield, and Baltimore, uh, you know, can be had pretty much at any given point. While they are a little bit more giving in, in the back uh you know defensive area uh they could be Uh, had on the ground and attaching ourselves to this matthew stafford offense with sony michelle is never a bad idea
1: i will tell you this it's not like you just like you just said it's not a bad idea but i feel like it's a bit of a trap man i feel like there's a slight trap there
0: all right another guy. let me interest you in devin do we have any cheaper things yeah let's go with a little bit cheaper He's 5,400. It has really been the 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 RB1 there for Buffalo, for whatever that's worth in, in, that's in, so in that gross. offense. Oh, but it's against my Falcons in a game that we are expecting uh, Buffalo to really just kind of steamroll. Uh, Devin Singletary getting uh, essentially 70% plus of the backfield usage there for Buffalo could have a, a, a quality game against these Falcons.
1: I uh, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll let it go. I it's it's so hard to be supportive of De- Devin Singletary or any Buffalo running back. We'll we'll plug him, in. I mean,
0: I'd almost I'm, I'd I'm almost rather you, go
1: I'd almost rather go Stevenson with New England, to be honest, but what, it's, it's, it's I'm going to let you I'm going to let you roll the dice on this one, Dan, and let me you make the call on this. What's the status
0: on Harris? Is he going to be available? Uh this is questionable. He is able to practice in limited fashion, so I'm guessing he'll be out there. I'm just hard pressed to want to play Stevenson if he is going to be available. All right, Nate, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for you here. You either got David Montgomery up at 65, oh, so. uh, Elijah Mitchell coming back at six thousand, sketchy, but probably uh, will go a little bit under the radar. Sony Michelle, um, this is so stressful, or or Girl, Singletary. You can always take the out and say, Give me the cheapest one you got.
1: What's coach saying? Harris is playing. Kind of relying on coach. Coach, what do you think, man? Give us a give us a little bit of a, uh insight
0: here. All right, coach, give give us a running back here. <laughs> Brother Matt, Boston Scott. <laughs> Hey, if Jordan Howard does ultimately get ruled no, it's, out, not I, it's not a I bad
1: shout. I am in
0: on Boston Scott, and I'll probably start him over Dare, who I'm having to start due to the Antonio Gibson being placed on COVID nineteen list.
1: This shit's way too stressful
0: for me. Uh, if it,
1: if it was me, it would be David Montgomery, but we're not going to spend that much money right now. So I'm still waiting on Chad a little bit to see what Chad says. Uh, we're not going to spend up on Dave Montgomery right here. We need to save a little bit of money for our tight ends and shit. So, uh, I mean, I'll roll with Boston Scott if it if it if it's absolutely necessary. But hopefully, maybe uh, you know somebody in chat will come in with something better. Jared yep. Patterson. All right, well, let's Christ. Let's
0: plug in. Let's plug in. Scott oh yeah,
1: right Jar- oh yeah, Jared Patterson. No, uh, Antonio Gibson's out, right? And and yeah. and uh, J D McKissick's on. Uh, he's on IR.
0: Yeah, I think Patterson will get more run than. Where's Williams. Patterson at
1: in price wise?
0: He's I right there look. uh just below uh Scott. So 4800. 4800.
1: So let's let's play that. Let's do this. All right.
0: All right. Patterson is in there. Nice so, call um, chat. Let's go to DST. Oh yeah, Michael
1: Carter too. That's a nice shout too. Uh
0: chat's coming through. <laughs> All right, I'm going to plug in the falcons defense for right now hopefully we can get away from that we didn't in our last <laughs> no
1: yeah i feel you yeah i we don't have much of a choice i mean it, when it comes to defense i go to the bottom and i pick like out of the top six
0: all right let's find a, a cheap tight end that you like nate uh so that way it gives us a little bit more buffer for it's, our remaining it's, picks. it's
1: it's not all my build, dan man you can throw throw me some insight bud
0: All right. One of the cheaper tight ends I'm into this week would be Mo Alley Cox. I think he's a viable tight end. Cole Komet is another guy I like. All right. Never Um, mind. You're fired. You're fired. Never mind. Steven. All right. All right. Steven Anderson. (laughs) Steven Anderson. Where's he at?
1: What the heck's going on?
0: I'm pretty sure that they lost their tight end. I think uh, Jared Cook has been put on. Oh yeah,
1: Cook's on the COVID list. Yeah, so yeah. Stephen no, that's Anderson a, that's a great, becomes super, and a, he's like 24
0: or 2,500 or something like that this week. So where's he at? He's 2,500. That's a great shout. Good, 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 good. I'm just gonna have to yeah. type him in. So let's let's that's the that's probably going to be one of the punt plays of the week. We've got a 2, wide receiver. We've
1: got a wide receiver on flex spot left. That gives us yeah, 7, That gives 000. us almost
0: seven thousand. That's money. That's super money.
1: And that Anderson call is fucking great, dude. Super shout out. All right, let's. He's, he he okay. might get two catches, but it don't matter. He'll he'll still hit value.
0: All right, Antonio Brown. You know we mentioned him dealing with the ankle injury. Sixty one hundred. Um, uh,
1: this season it's getting so tough at the end of the year here. Uh, let's let me look for one second here. Uh oh, Van what Sune
0: about um Amon Ra? Well, we no, got yes, 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 yes. Swift. We got it. Does no?
1: It don't matter. No, all you right. can you can play Swift and Amon Ra. I promise you, it'll work. All right, all right. I feel very comfortable. Very, very comfortable playing both these dudes. And, you know, people can disagree and say that uh, Amon Rao is getting these short yardage targets because Swift is out. But I think both these guys are going to get the short yardage targets. You got to remember, TJ Hawkinson's on the IR. So
0: both these guys, are
1: they're going to get the they're going to get the, the short yardage targets. These are both good plays, man.
0: I promise All you. All right. So the question is here to finish this out. Uh, we have both Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon staring us in the face. Uh, as well as uh, I will not tra- Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews. You see who's there. We got 7900 here. We could go down a little bit more and come up on our DST or or we could potentially uh pick one of these high end guys here. You Alvin so Kamara 7900. Our flex is
1: our flex should be the same. Uh top guy you're looking at is Ka- Kamara Diggs uh Chase Mixon, right? Yep. Uh um, we're not doing Kamara Sorry.
0: <laughs> Let's see. I'm. I'm curious who's the lowest owned out of these options.
1: Basically, that's what you're looking at. Is you're so this is all hypothetical. You're picking whichever guy is going to be lowest owned here. I mean, so in our brains, in my brain, I'm going. Prob. I'm not going Chase. I'm not going to double up on Bengals wide receivers. I'm probably if it's me, and I'm not going Mixon. I'd probably if it was me, I'd probably go Diggs. Just. You know and the consideration that the atlanta falcons defense is so shit, just like the Fal- just like the lions it's not no disrespect uh if it was me i'd go digs wh- where would you go uh dan in your opinion
0: i'm kind of feeling a mini bring back here of our one-off of jalen waddle and that's with my guy aj brown who exploded this past week if you oh, don't remember. And that was 16 targets for 11 receptions, 145 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he is getting oh. all looks there. Uh, so we could have a Waddle-AJ Brown showdown, right? Let me plug that in. Oh, yeah. Props to you. You go, made the right go call. back That's to cool. our DSTs here. And we can get all the way up to the Chiefs, which we don't want to do, or <laughs> potentially the Panthers or Bengals uh Bengals wouldn't be terrible because we don't have a a Kansas City bring back so uh you know I kind of like that call the Bengals a home game we've seen Pat Mahomes and his struggles there there's a definite realm here where uh joe burrow and uh the Bengals just kind of steamroll them and it might be on the back of of a, a defensive touchdown here so let's let's go ahead and plug that in i think an easy pivot would be though to the colts versus yeah. the, the and both of those potentially the dolphins right there at that three thousand range there's there's a few teams that that i wouldn't mind cycling through different builds here but um let's let's go colts actually i i I feel the colts i was gonna say
1: in my pivot i'm going colts and i was gonna say we'll both lock these two we'll both lock these in and see who does better i'm going colts there's no chance i'm going with you know just the other option uh it's no disrespect i just i feel like my odds are way better with this colts defense
0: Yeah, no, that's it right there, man. I like those bills. We we definitely have, have Joe Burrow as a cornerstone piece here in week 17 NFL dfs here at S-O-D-F-S. so dfs uh, so make sure you do check us out on on twitter there at dynasty sons and, and follow us all on twitter i am at dan brown nfl and nate is at nate underscore ffl brother matt is at dy underscore nasty dude and, and dynasty sons is, is where you can find us all of our SODFS uh, brands coming out episodes, anything and everything, as well as off-season content. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here and shut it down for the night, Nate?
1: I just want to give a big shout-out to all of our listeners. Uh, Without you guys, there's no point on us being here. So thank you guys for tuning in, especially if you're tuning in tonight on a very late episode of SODFS. I apologize. I was under the weather yesterday yesterday. Uh, I'm feeling much better now, especially hanging out with my friends. I want to give a shout-out to Trophy Smack, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, Surfshark. You can use the same promo code, S-O-D-F-S, at both locations. At Surfshark, you're paying 283 dollars a month for a VPN that will protect all of your devices. If you go to Trophy Smack and use the same promo code, S-O-D-F-S, you're getting a free championship ring. When you order that trophy this offseason for your guys' league championship, uh, run the Sims. Thank you for your support. Um, Viridian Global, as always, we love you. Sons of Dynasty, uh, that's our home base. That's where we all are basically at and are active. And, um, you know, we're a family there. We love. I love all you guys. Brother Matt, thank you for helping. <laughs> Not helping. For basically running the show. Me and Dan are just the voices. You run this shit. So thank you, Brother Matt. And, um... I'm gonna turn it over to you, Dan, from here.
0: Yeah, just wanted to uh say that I do appreciate each and everybody who has supported us through all of 2021 and now here into 2022. And and big things are are coming for the following season, but as the redraft uh, season really kind of winds down dfs is is really still going to be kicking hard here and we will a, as well so stay tuned with us and we will be providing dfs content throughout the the nfl playoffs and and it's, it's going to be fun i'm looking forward to it while uh the the season is is winding down here there's still plenty of dfs uh you know games and and content to be had over the course of the next month and a half or so so appreciate each and every one of you guys who did get a chance to tune in tonight or, or any given previous episodes and appreciate anybody who does tune in for any future episodes so make sure you are following us and subscribe to the tnff network on youtube so that you catch us each and every episode until next time Much love to everybody. Love you guys.
1: Uh, Happy New Year.
0: S-O-D-F-S is for entertainment only and to add value to your sports experience. We give you our advice and strategy that we will employ ourselves. S-O-D-F-S is not intended for those under the age of 18.